1: I, I I backed this uh video game called Armed Fantasia, which yeah. is this Western inspired JRPG, kind of like the wild arms. I don't know if any of you are familiar oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. And uh I got a recent survey saying, which system do you want? It's all next generation systems. Mm. It's all next generation systems. That's I'm right. Like, Damn it. I was hoping yeah. it would be available on PS4. It doesn't look like it belongs on PS5. It looks like it could be PS4 PC? easily. Uh no, I don't have
2: PC. I don't have a. No, no, no. But is that on there? Is that an option?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, this was a while ago, but I just, I'm annoyed. Uh, I'm annoyed that I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have, I put it for the next generation Switch because I feel like no matter what, I'm probably going to get like the Nintendo, the next generation Nintendo system first because it'll probably also be cheaper or cheapest. Is that
2: coming out soon? There's got to be. It hasn't right? been
1: announced, but I'm assuming when it does happen, I'll probably get that relatively soon. There's no release date or announcement on it.
2: I'm almost done. I know, but what I was going to do is look at the windows, right? Because, you know, like for instance, for Mac products, there are websites that tell you like, oh, the last time a MacBook Pro came out was don't buy another MacBook Pro, or they'll tell you whether or not you're safe to buy one oh, based on gotcha. yeah. the window. Because they're already on their like second or third iteration of it, right? So there was the original oh, the one. Switch? The, the, the Switch, the OLED?
3: Yeah, so the there's the original, the there's the OLED. An OLED yeah, see the light. There.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, it's about time. So it came out actually, huh? Six years ago, this month.
4: Oh yeah, the systems. All, and not only that, but the the switch is nothing but a glorified cell phone SOC in a in a, in the switch chassis, and and the yeah. phone chip that they're using was. What It was an NVIDIA Tegra chip, if I'm not mistaken, which itself was already old when they started using it.
3: Yeah. Nintendo has the fir- the best first-party games. That's why Nintendo is the, always That's the be only the reason. Best. Yeah. Well, to
1: be fair, I actually like the Switch was pretty amazing when I got it. I was just like, oh, my God, it's legitimately you can just play it anywhere and then put it on the screen. It does mm-hmm. exactly what it does in the commercial.
3: Yeah, I never use it portably. I just, I don't know, there's never been i don't know i'd say nintendo had don't the go top anywhere. three first party is, games. is that what you're saying <laughs> i used that on an airplane once and it was just well i, I think know. the I was switch afraid is of especially, losing the discs <laughs> the switch is especially are. good for me
1: because when i play i don't really ever these days just play a video game it's usually on the couch yeah while kirsten and i are watching something so just having that ability is key to doing any gaming
4: all right well i'm ready are, are you guys ready yeah, ready.
2: God so damn ready. right! All right, hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and on this week's episode, we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons and some news. We've got some folks here, <laughs> Danny. What? What's the giggles?
1: Well, as if laughing because and some news, as if like they, we they know what the news is. I'm going to get there. Okay, sorry. And Danny's not here, by the way.
2: And Danny's not here. There was going to be a joke about Danny off getting oh. some ill-gotten booty. But, you know. Uh, oh. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see? it's I interrupted it. that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about some news today as well. Uh, we'll see what we get through. But on the slate right now, we're going to be talking about Jonathan Majors, E3, and Scott Pilgrim. There's a Scott Pilgrim announcement for all those elder millennials out there who like Scott Pilgrim. Um yeah. Oh, hey, we okay, prefer so the term we're...
1: geriatric millennials. Thank you very much. No, we don't. Speak no, for yourself. You. Who the Actually, fuck I'm is a Mexican man? I'm not a, ger- I'm not a geriatric millennial. So I'm just, I'm Elder. an average. Elder. Elder
3: I'm, a, millennial. I'm an adequate millennial. Adequate? That's not what you were saying before the Perfect. show. Perfectly adequate. There, there adequate. you go. Perfectly adequate.
2: So we're going to have a conversation about Dungeons & Dragons first. Uh, for those of you who've seen it, uh, we're going to do a non-spoiler thing first, so hang on your hats uh, for those folks who have not seen it. We're going to do the thing we normally do. We're going to do the uh, the short versions of what we think, and then we're going to roll in the spoilers. You guys okay with that? Let's do yeah. it. All right. So Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves sits at an 89% on the tomato meter. It is fresh. Certified. It's got a 92% from the audience. Uh, so what we've got here it is a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of, a, of the wrong people. Dude. That sounds like that could, that could be any movie. Jesus Christ. Anyway, any Chris Pine movie, especially. I think well, any, I think that that especially.
1: synopsis was made by Chat GPT. To be perfectly honest, that sounds
2: exactly like <laughs> something that it would have written up. Elon would say no. Don't do that. This film was directed by Jonathan M. Goldstein, John Francis Daly, and it stars Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and rege Jean Page. All right, so non-spoiler impressions of this film, gentlemen. Actually, I don't. I was going to start with. So Nick, I, I think you play more D and D than any of us, right?
3: Yeah. No, I play yeah. the same as yeah, Jammer. Too. I I, w- <laughs> I do doing longer. Now
2: but you invited him. To be fair, Nick,
1: Nick, Nick is legitimately a terrorist when it comes to the game. He constantly talks. No, no, no. He (laughs) talks throughout and constantly talks over the dungeon master constantly.
2: Constantly. I have no experience with Nick doing that at all. Much, much like the dungeon master, and literally over the anyway. past
1: three games, there's this little uh, familiar type character that he's in charge of. And the past three games, he's been like, Oh, wait, there's a separate character sheet for this. It's like, Nick, you were supposed to bookmark it three sessions ago.
3: It's my little droid, Band Aid, yeah, Star Wars Dungeons you, and Dragons.
1: You're not helping your case, Nick. That's not that wasn't the point of my statement, this my boy.
2: All right, all right, Nick Doll. Uh, your little Dungeons and Dragons Terrace. Tell us what you thought of Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Non-spoiler impressions, Twitter, Twitter style.
3: A very funny movie from the same director, writers of game night. I keep wanting to say due date or date night. Um with their wit and charm combined with a Lord of the Rings slash Game of Thrones-esque world. And, of course, the delightful leadership of Chris Pine makes for a fun time there. Well, Thank you.
2: Just Jammer Medina. Jam- Wait, actually, what's your new Twitter name? I was going to call you that. What's your What's your name? AJ
1: Cerna, writer. Oh, you've been that for
2: a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, never mind. Hey, just on a writer, uh, what do you think of this uh, here? Dungeons and Dragons.
1: on uh, I think this is a perfectly adequate popcorn film that pretty much meets kind of what you'd expect to it, but didn't quite exceed it in a way that I was hoping for. But still a good mm-hmm. time at the theaters and a good time out with your D&D buddies if you have them.
2: All right. And for me, I think I'm probably more in the Nick Doll camp. This film was a delight. I went in with zero expectations as someone who saw the trailer and went, eh. I quite enjoyed it. Like, a lot. Surprisingly a lot. So, yeah, I'm, in, I'm ready to talk spoilers with you guys whenever you're ready. As soon as we give our letter grades, I'm going to go in with a big old A. Wow, look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Doll, what do you think?
3: I'll say A two. What? Oh, A, a flat, my god. not A plus. Oh my
2: god! But, <laughs> oh all, right, no. all right,
3: jammer. All
2: right, jammer. Be the spoiler. C- Be the spoiler. C plus. C plus. You bitch. C plus. Oh, boo this man! It's still boo. positive. It's still positive. He doesn't like. You know what he doesn't like? A good time. Apparently, mm-hmm.
1: no. It's perfectly serviceable. It's perfectly serviceable. perfectly serviceable. But not much above it. It's
2: perfectly adequate. The D wasn't good enough for you? The the D wasn't good enough for you? It was Um, not. It was not. So let's start with you then there. All right. Jammer spoiler. Uh, So, I
1: mean, for me, the main thing is how much do I care about what's going on? And to be perfectly honest, not that much throughout the entire. And it wasn't even just not that the characters were fun. Like, sure, the characters were fun. But there were so many parts in the movie where I zoned out like about all the stuff with the red cloak lady, all of like the magics. I did not care. I literally zoned out for parts of it. As I was watching, I was like, I need to pay attention. I was like, ah, but I really don't care what's happening in the scene that much. There was a lot of that happening. Um, and I realized also partway through if somebody dies, I probably wouldn't care. Um, I think they did a pretty good job of making me kind of care for Chris Pine a bit. And honestly, I didn't realize that they actually did a pretty good job of setting an emotional foundation until the very end, we're getting into spoilers, by the way, we aren't um, spoilers until the very end when <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez is very clearly dying. I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Oh, it works. It works because this whole thing where it's just like this little girl, she never knew her mom. So literally it's like she's bringing back her mom instead of him bringing back her wife. Like it was that was good. And I started to choke up a little bit. There was also really, there was also a really good scene midway through the movie with a fat dragon that was hilarious that was so fun <laughs> um it was just funny just seeing it like bumble around it reminded me of my cat jobin when he just trips all over <laughs> things and just falls um but those scenes like they were fun they were fun scenes but up until that moment I like didn't care that much a lot of good set pieces but I just there are a lot of plot points a lot of points throughout the movie that I was just zoning out and I really didn't feel like i missed anything so i'm not sure i would i would watch a second one 100 i'm not sure i would really go back and really sit down and be like let's watch Dungeons and dragons unless it was like hanging out with people
2: and talking throughout fine <clears throat> nick doll why is this an a movie for you
3: oh it didn't fully meet my expectations and yet and yet it's not an a plus this is way better than Tetris no it's not <laughs> yeah it is it's immensely better than Tetris um because I I had my like I was I was hoping even though I knew that was the wrong thing doing my like, game night's like literally the funniest movie in game not, night is in, really like the good. last ten years so I was like this is yeah. gonna be that good it wasn't that good, but it was great because with the humor it kind of started slow and obvious like when he's telling the story and it keeps cutting back to like poor Jonathan him. yeah. But that poor bird. Uh, yeah, that was really funny. I love like, how like every single time he gets been slammed, he's like Yeah. He's breathing. The bird is breathing. Um, but then like the humor really picks up and goes to the pretty extreme places, like a uh, little tiny Bradley Cooper out of nowhere. It was and then- so
1: funny when that happened. I was like, first I didn't recognize him, and then I was like, Is that Bradley what? <laughs> I was like, I think that's Bradley
3: Cooper. And Kirsten was just like I don't like that. Or even like what? in the, tra- even in the trailer, even though most of it's in the trailer, the scene with all the dead people coming back and asking the questions. Which did you guys stay for the first post credit scene? I don't know if there were two. I did stay for the no. There's first only one. one.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, I only stayed for that
3: one. Yeah, that's what I figured. And then, um, all I went through like hit the almost the meme one where like his face is like starting to melt because this reminded me of a meme where it's like a. You know they they have the illusion of Chris Pine play, playing the oh yeah thing and then suddenly you're like like just is that in the humor? trailer? No, that isn't. I was talking about the dead people scene is in the trailer, oh, okay. and it still oh, okay. was hilarious. Like, and they went it was great, to, yeah, yeah, like like it's in the trailer, but but it, it, that it was it
1: actually really clever how they did that too because it's, it's literally just like okay, let's get little bits and pieces from the story and like have everyone have like a
3: different
2: portion yeah that of it was funny they or they killed. died right before, before. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah, I just had a lot I, um... of fun with it and I really liked the characters, the whole, okay. the whole crew you would put together and the it re- did very much feel like a game of Dungeons and Dragons, especially when he was describing how the bridge w- works. Sounds like a dungeon master talking to his group where he's like, yeah, you, you must you, do it trigger odd step. the mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> so that.
1: Okay. I will say this is also a, a movie where I feel like you could tell there was a lot of improv because there's stuff like in the trailers that have alternate takes in this one. Like that part with the bridge where he says, as long as you don't trigger this, you should be fine. And the guy's like, what did you do? I triggered the da da da.
3: Yeah, no, I thought the bridge sorry. started there. <laughs> and yeah, it didn't happen in the movie. It didn't happen oh, that way. Well, I feel like I really... Thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the last thing I want to say is these two directors have a first look deal with Paramount now. Um, there's a franchise out there that... Transformers? No, I was going to say Star Trek. These are your Star Trek 4 directors right here. They've even worked really? with Chris Pine already.
1: It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad yeah, idea. A good
3: idea. I like that. And they can go a little bit more serious with Star Trek. Oh, but I'm sure they can. Yeah. don't really have to either. But anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the things I, I really liked about this was, first, I don't have regular access to trailers and commercials anymore. Everything I watch is streaming. So all of that stuff, I kind of miss it. So it's easy for me to see like a trailer and be surprised by a lot of what I'm seeing. Um, so that's nice. That I didn't have any of that stuff spoiled for me. What I really liked about it was uh, the characters. I loved uh, when Reja Jean and Chris Pine got together. Oh, my like, God. Their he whole was so dynamic good. was fucking hilarious. Um, Walking in it a straight like, line. Yeah, it was like Kirk and Spock, right? Just in the yeah. fantasy realm, and Speaking like French, it was just I, it, it killed me. Um, the comedy for me really worked. I got to a point in a, in the movie where I just started like laughing, right? You know, there are these moments um, where you're kind of trying to figure out what the vibe of a movie is and whether or not you enjoy it, and at some point I just hit it. So it was in that dungeon um when they got to the bridge and all this other stuff like at that point it felt like the movie was moving at a decent clip and the mm. jokes were just working for me like when the chubby dragon showed up when the bridge chubby. fell like every yeah. chubby he was fat man
3: they call him the chubby dragon he he
2: must have moved his din what do you do did he eat it, the eat other it? One? yeah like, i just i just felt I, I was i was so obnoxious in the movie theater i felt bad um <laughs> I was laughing so hard at this movie. So, I really liked the comedy. Um the action was actually really good. The only thing I wished was that they had pulled back a little bit so you could see mm-hmm. it, but I know that that's a trick so that they don't have to train quite as hard
3: or mm. obscure the faces of the Oh, you're saying with the hand-to-hand hand combat yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. The final the battle board. I thought was the best of the fight scenes. Yeah, there were there I, were a lot I of fun it was. set
1: pieces throughout. Like I thought there's a couple one great piece was also the uh the one with the the Sophia Lillis, Sophia, Sophia Lillis, mm-hmm. the, as she was transforming and going into the armor and stuff. Oh, that, that, was, that was fun. A really yeah. Cool yeah.
2: Scene. So that scene to me was harrowing. Like I was kind of on the edge of my seat because all the, the guards kept trying to grab her and like, okay, she's going to get away. She's transforming. other other stuff, she gets out the window. When she's out the window, the arrows start coming. Once the arrows start coming, like, oh my god, she's going to get hit by the arrow. Then she lands on the ground. Like it just goes from one thing to another. She and was that, a and deer. Scene, I, <laughs> and then she turned into a deer. I was just on the edge of my seat during yeah. all of that um, because what's nice about this not being an established franchise, movie franchise, anything can happen to any of these characters. So it was very fun kind of like leaning in um, to see that stuff. I, the last thing I'll say is I was really glad that this was real. Um, there was a long time during the course of this movie where I was waiting for either a Lego movie movie. Or something else mm. for them to pull back. Oh, like someone's go, actually like, playing it. Someone's yeah. actually playing the game. I And I was so happy that that never happened. Um, because I was surprised I it didn't
1: start out like that.
2: Yeah, I I could have seen it one way or the one way or the other, and I was really glad that that did not happen huh, because I, I was so into these characters as who they were and being real. That had that occurred, I would have been upset contrast that with i don't know if you guys notice this did you guys ever watch the dungeons and dragons cartoons as kids Mm-mm. there were characters dressed like them in that last sequence in the maze sequence oh really so like, ah those yeah so actually the you know his- kids are the crew that made it into the the safe place yeah. in that maze that was them it's That's funny hilarious.
1: so i remember so this goes to show fandom is toxic and awful where I saw that because I I remember watching the commercials for the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, and I'll be like, "That looks stupid." And my friend was like, "They ripped off Harry Potter." I'm like, "Bitch, that's clearly from the '80s." What are you talking about? <laughs> but anyway, um, I remember like watching like a Reddit post and seeing like this is how much people like this is why they shouldn't give this movie to people like you know people in Hollywood because they don't understand and respect it. And they show that image and they're like, these are clearly the people from the eighties. I bet you they're going to die. They think it's funny. They're just laughing at us because they're just going to kill off these characters that we love so much. Dude, yeah, people
2: love them. Getting... I don't fucking know, dude. I, I, don't know. Know. I don't love them. I wouldn't give a fuck. Like I, I watched care. that cartoon religiously. I wouldn't give a shit. The only yeah. reason I knew it existed what? is
3: they showed the opening credits to that cartoon before the movie.
2: Yeah, again, I'm so glad I, I skip all of this stuff. I don't, I don't no, I mean, it. I'm saying
3: Alamo Drafthouse. They show like, you know, shit related uh, to Dungeons and Dragons. Cartoon. Yes, the no, opening okay. of the cartoon was shown before. But I still didn't notice the costumes were the same. Okay. A uh, couple
2: of questions for you guys. So, Jammer, you've already answered this. Nick, would you watch a sequel to this film?
3: Hell yeah. That's why I want everyone to go out there and watch it. Because it has a lot of buzz. Everyone I know under well, my age or younger wants to see it. I even convinced my sister to see it because I want to see more. Like this, feels like it could be a good Chris Pine franchise, which he he needs.
1: <laughs> uh, he's yeah. had other
3: franchises. Had, he doesn't have any current part. franchises. Star Trek Four might never happen. Okay, well, he can't bring him back in yeah. Wonder Woman again. Wonder Woman. Yeah, That's you can't bring franchise. him back again. It's not his franchise. He, he is the best part of those it, movies, it. easily.
2: But totally okay, whatever. <laughs> You're just saying words, aren't you?
1: Oh
3: sure. You're Nick Dolly. I'm talking to Jammer. Sure.
2: I'm sorry. I'm talking to Nick. Um, I was oh. like, he's the best
3: part of that franchise. Like, mm. yeah, he's the only reason I like the Wonder Woman movies. I just love Chris Pine. The only reason. More. Yeah. The only reason I don't. And get Pedro. You, Nick. You're just
2: saying words.
4: I don't get you, Nick. I They're not very good you. movies. The first All right. Chris, Chris, anyway, Chris chris anyway. pine carried the first movies sorry guys see no he didn't sorry, sorry. Some sense over here false no. sorry he false. don't get me wrong he oh, helped oh. elevate it for he, sure but no he didn't carry it we, we i i got a few more people i could i could ask real quick i, I guarantee they all say say the same pine carried one wonder woman mm-hmm. see i got a few opi-
1: i got, also got a few people i could talk to who would say otherwise that doesn't mean shit. just because
2: people agree with you doesn't mean your opinion is correct
4: yeah whoa 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 wait numbers. wait wait wait, wait, you mean you mean well, you're talking to Kyle you mean you mean <laughs> we all live in bubbles and and everything that you <laughs> you see online is is exactly what they they want you to see, which is is just what you want to see in here. Oh my God, no, no way. up is down, le- left is right. The whole world is ending.
3: I was going to compliment AI's Kyle correct. and be like, well, Kyle's always correct. So obviously Kyle's yeah, right Kyle's about 90,
4: this. 99.99% <laughs> correct. No, but it is, it is weird. Whenever Nick and I agree on, on 7. something. <laughs> some no, I'm <laughs> like <laughs> someone's backing me up and it's Kyle. So <laughs> very confused. I so have very to confused back what's up Nick, right Nick.
2: It's so awful. <laughs> so, I, yeah, you said you would want to see a sequel to this. I would love to see a sequel to this. Um, and again, as someone who didn't want to see this at all, uh, I'm shocked.
1: Yeah, well absolutely I'm shocked. I'm the opposite. Where I was smiling throughout. I laughed a couple of times. I didn't think the the comedy was that funny. I thought it was. I wanted it to be funnier.
3: I was chubby dragon, dragon killed me. In my theater too.
1: <laughs> chubby dragon was the funniest part of the movie.
2: I laughed out loud at puny wizard because we definitely got an Avengers moment in this. Oh yeah, we did. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah. I was like, ha ha ha, that's good. The audience loved that so much; people that were clapping, so even though it was yeah. obviously an Avengers reference. Maybe that's why i stuck with the people. Yeah, but it was because then it goes on a little bit longer than the Hulk. moment Because then she
1: gets back up, and then she's like, "Oh wait, no, she's not." And then yeah. throw her against the wall. Oh
3: no, <laughs> she told.
2: They were like, "No, I think you got her," and she like looked at them when they said that. Yeah. And- <laughs> No, no, but the th- she the thing
1: is she started moving the 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 red witch whatever started getting up. That's why.
2: I um I if I have one complaint about this film, I do think it was a little long. Um, it ran probably like 10-15 minutes too long. Yeah, but other than that, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that everyone should see this. And the other thing that I liked about it, even though I've played D and D and have some frame of reference for when they're talking about Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter and all this other stuff. Um, I did not think that it was necessary for someone mm-hmm. to have played Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy this, which I think is, you know, for when you talk about games and video games and all this other stuff, Dungeons and Dragons is probably one of the most daunting where people hear Dungeons and Dragons. And they're Like, I don't I don't even want to try. I don't want to get involved and blah, 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 blah. And I thought that they made this really accessible to just a casual viewer um, to Nick's point about this being just a mashup of uh, Game of Thrones and the Shire and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, like if you're into those things, you would probably enjoy this with a little dash of Sam Raimi. Mm. It's because of the
1: zombies, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is because of the zombies. <laughs> you get me. You complete me. I deal. I deal. Anything else to say about this film before we move on?
1: Go no, I, I, I will say that even though I gave it a C plus, this conversation has made me appreciate Whatever. the really good parts. Fuck ever.
2: Oh my god. That's every movie we talk about.
1: Not true. Not true. There's some that I hate more as we're discussing. I'm sorry.
2: Let me let me let me back that up. Every show that I'm on, there's a movie that you either love or hate, and your metric will move. I don't love ever or hate so this. So slightly. I don't love or hate this. No, no. no this. I'm saying. I'm saying oh, okay. your metric. It'll it'll like your your needle will move.
1: Yeah. Your
2: absolutely.
3: Needle moves. Absolutely. We he make his, we make his needle move. That's
2: right. Yeah. After <laughs> after we're done talking, your needle moves. You move That's my all needle. I'm that's right. That's all I'm saying. Um, so yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, go see it. Everyone says go see it, even though one of us has a really weird, erroneous grade. Erroneous. Moving on. So we've got we've got some news about man, they were talking about whether or not Kang would be an Avengers level threat. Apparently, all they had to do was call the NYPD. Uh, so Jonathan Majors <laughs> has been in trouble for a while. This week, uh, if you'd have to be under a rock to not be aware of his current situation, what's going on with him. Uh, I say it in jest, but the charges are actually pretty funny. I'm reading from. I said funny, not funny. Uh, Reading from a variety article where they talked about the fact that Jonathan Majors was arrested on Saturday in Manhattan for an alleged domestic dispute. He was charged with several counts of assault in the third degree, three counts of attempted assault. the third degree, and one count of aggravated harassment in the second degree, and one count of harassment in the second degree. Um, And so one of the things that came out of this, there were um, allegedly lacerations and uh, bruises about the neck of the alleged victim. And so we don't know um, who this person is in relation to Jonathan Majors. a lot of speculations that is his girlfriend. Uh, and so some of the allegations are that he, um, and so here's kind of what's interesting. The way that the language is written in the variety article is very much written like a charge. And so it says that he did strike her about the face with an open hand causing substantial pain and a laceration behind her ear. She also claims that he put his hand on her neck, causing bruising and substantial pain. Um, it's what I find interesting about that is, again, that is not. That's just language from a charge, um, not necessarily.
1: It's at times like that happen. Hmm. That's like at times like that, when you realize it's like these people, um, the writers, they're like, I got to make sure this is exactly as it's written in the charge so we don't get sued for for a libel.
2: Yep. Um, and so. In Between. The airing of this podcast and when that occurred, we have an alleged recantation from the victim where she sent a text message to Jonathan Majors.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
2: That um, major's attorney, Priya Chandri, released. Um, and so this is from the alleged victim. Please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I am so angry that they did and I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. Call me when you're re- when you're out. There's a little bit more to it. I, and I'm sorry, she said, I love you. It's important. Um, so the second part, I misspoke because this part is important as well. She goes on to say, they called again to check on me and I reiterated how this was not an attack and they did not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said point blank that did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge definitely going to be told about this. She ensured this to me. So, Beyond that, it goes where she's talking about he has the best attorneys and all this other stuff. Again, Majors has maintained his innocence. Um, There have been some consequences based on this already. Uh, So the Army has gone forward Mm. and edited uh, Majors out of the ad campaign that they're doing. So if you, again, are an elder millennial or a little bit older than that, you recall Be All That You Can Be, they have brought that back with a $117 million ad campaign that included Majors. Uh, in a major role in it no mm-hmm. pun intended and you know that has already been dropped they're moving forward um without him in addition to that i gotta say got Jonesy, some... though that that commercial mm-hmm. was good that that
4: one with him was walking really good. through all the, the battle stuff the the cinematography the dialogue his the del- delivery and i i must say uh the be all that you can be coming back was was did I, give the it give you feels? I think it's a decent. I think it's a decent. No, like just by branding and and thoughts alone. I mean, I was I was after after be all that you you can be. What were our? We were what army of one, army of strong, one. and yeah. then this now, right? I think yeah. I I I came in in o- o- three. So whatever whatever was there in, in o three, and then of of course
2: army of one. So anyways. Listen, I mean, I got to say, and I've said this to you already, Kyle, that, you know, go Army, beat Navy, takes a new context with him as the the <laughs> campaign lead. So I feel like just keep it, just keep it. Um, the other thing that has happened due to these allegations, it was funny because Jammer talked about this on the last show. Um, he said something like, you never hear about the bad stuff until you start losing. And so as these things are coming out about Jonathan Majors, you had two directors, who have come out and talk about uh, the fact that um, he's just no good. So there's an individual, A.B. Allen, who I believe is a director. Um, he said, there's a particular actor relatively new to the scene who Twitter has violently fallen head over heels with, who in actuality is a vicious, cruel, abusive human being, both professionally and in his personal life, and every new viral thirst tweet about him drives me insane. Another director by the name of Tim Nikolai had something very similar to say. Um, I guess he knew him when he was at Yale. He said he's sociopathic and an abuser. And that is how virtually everyone speaks about him. It's a shame it took this long for him to be reported. That is a lot of setup, gentlemen. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I, like I said before, before we start the show, this literally could be the show just because there is so much to it. Hmm. Um just to kind of guide the conversation, um, what are your thoughts on the fact that he has, A, maintained his innocence this entire time, and there has been little or no response based on anything that he has done from the DA's office? Because I remember at the beginning of the week, so this happened on Saturday, I think Monday, they were like, we expect these charges to be dropped imminently. Mm Mm-hmm um they haven't (laughs) and they haven't at all so i was curious what you guys thought about that um do you think that that has any meaning whatsoever and then the second part of that question is um regardless of what the da's office does these other allegations from these directors have nothing to do with that so is the damage already done jammer i'll start with you
1: I mean, that was kind of my main point is it does seem like at least based on the initial response from his lawyer that there's a chance that there he actually is innocent in this particular case. That seems like a good bet. They seem pretty adamant about it. They came out really quickly and they talked about video evidence. Okay. But this did really at least open things up for other people to have conversations about him just being not that great of a person and beyond that being an awful person, both professionally and personally. So yeah, I think regardless of whether or not the charges are dropped, regardless of whether or not it turns out, yes, he is innocent and nothing happened for this particular case, things, it it has opened up the door for others to talk more about him, to share more stories, whether or not it's true. Of course, we don't know for sure, but blood is in the water and the sharks are coming. I, I guess as Whiplash once said, he didn't say that specifically, but it's just, uh, yeah, I think he's in a tough situation and I have a hard time believing that Disney's going to move forward with him as King. And it sucks because he's a really good actor. And uh, frankly, it just sucks whenever, you know, obviously you don't want anyone to get abused, but at the same time, like, But I don't I don't like seeing a person of (laughs) color get dragged through the mud about this. I just don't like it like anyone. But at the same time, I feel like it's worse because I feel like it happens more frequently. And it's just. I don't know, it's it's more impactful, of course, for people who are feeling have some. Hey, I have someone to look up to. You know, you have Jonathan Majors, who not only is like one of the biggest, most talented stars out there, but he's also out there proving you don't necessarily have to be super masculine. You know, he was wearing like the Don Quixote do Flamingo get up, and people are saying, Oh, this is how they make us weak. I'm like, no, I think it's a good thing showing that masculinity can come in every like all different forms, whatever. Um, but like, yeah, this sucks. No matter what, like on all fronts. All right.
2: Um, and so one of the things you talked about, you know, people talking, one of the other things that this guy, Tim Nikolai, also said was that I'm already seeing a bunch of, why didn't you do anything, folks? Uh, Why didn't you do anything? Folks, people have tried, ultimately needed a victim to come forward. It's both simultaneously awful to know he's still doing this and also a relief that he may never do it again. Um, Nick, same questions for you as Jammer. What are you thinking about the fact that the DA hasn't done anything about this case um, as far as dropping it? Uh, based on what we've seen thus far, and what, if anything, do you think is going to happen with Major's career? Is the damage done?
3: Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. We we obviously don't have all factual information. I'm even saying from the lawyer's side, like the lawyer can say whatever they want, and we're just like, okay, so we don't know what's going on. If I were to say too, too much, it would be to speculate, but it doesn't look good that the lawyer's like, oh yeah, he'd be cleared by now. And he's not cleared. Um, As far as his career, I actually applaud Disney for not knee-jerk reaction, firing him immediately and waiting to see a little bit. Um, That being said, if he is found guilty of this, he definitely should be fired as Kang. And because, look, Disney doesn't want to look like a Warner Brothers right now. Marvel doesn't want to look like a DC where it's like, we're going to put all this money in and maybe we haven't even confirmed that we're going to let him go. Uh, Ezra Miller obviously being the comparison to Jonathan Majors. And it would just, but I also don't want a James Gunn situation where like, okay, we'll fire him because of pressure. And then it's like, Oh wait, no, he's good enough to hire back. So I like the way it's not see. quite
1: the same. It's a little bit different because Ezra Miller's thing is already shot and ready to go. Whereas I don't know. If well, we that's why how much centric's. But I mean, Loki, maybe Loki, season but two. I don't know. We don't know. Do how you much recast him in
3: Loki season two, even if you end up
1: firing him? I mean, I don't think so. My point is, I don't think I don't know how much he's in Loki season two. But even if he is, Loki is like the main person in that one. He's not like leading it.
3: But like, I know it's because the movie's still coming out. But no one in Warner Brothers has even said Ezra Miller is. I mean, yeah, obviously, because the they, don't wanna, they don't want to take the
1: pro, they don't want to take the prospect yeah. of the movie making money. They're well, like they tank Shazam. Why does it matter? <laughs> Well, what do you huh? mean? How do they No one Shazam? wanted to
3: see Shazam because they know it's not leading anywhere.
1: How did you ta- how did they tank it?
2: He's saying because the, the assumption you. is that,
1: yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, they did the same thing to Flash. That's what they did to Shazam. Flash is a Batman movie. That's, that's unrelated. That's, that's unrelated, well, Nick.
2: So, so it's different in this respect. There is the potential that Flash is... A flash point, right? So while these other franchises might go away, you see the flash to understand why. Right. So and yeah, even Aquaman if they, is even after if sunset, that's a different conversation though. Yeah, even <laughs> if they're sunsetting that universe, that's the rationale. Um, for my thoughts on majors, I I've got a few things about it. Uh, It's interesting to me that the DA hasn't dropped the charges yet. I was wondering about that because Cam had talked about that in um, in the Discord. And what I found interesting about that is now that I've seen these text messages, I'm not surprised because the text messages don't prove what his defense attorney is saying they prove. Nope. Jammer, if I grab your cell phone, that does not mean that you then get to punch me in the face or strangle me or whatever. Um, And so if there was an assault that occurred because she tried to grab his phone, that does not justify what these alleged injuries are. Um, So I find that to be interesting. Uh, I mean, it
1: it comes across as as someone who comes from an abusive relationship. It's like, oh, I told him it wasn't your fault.
2: Well, And so there's that part of it as well, doing domestic violence cases, and people keep pointing this out to me like it it means something. Recantation doesn't necessarily mean that the violence itself didn't occur. Uh, There have been multiple victims that I have dealt with of domestic violence that have recanted because they realize what they, quote unquote, stand to lose if this person's convicted, right? Right. Um, be they in the military, or be they um people who are, I don't want to say, it. he is a person who is on a meteoric me, meteoric rise in Hollywood. He is has unlimited potential financially, um, and in terms of just his stature in Hollywood. And so this and is that business. potential situation. The,
1: sorry, the there is freaking built.
2: He is built. Um, and so I'm not saying this happened. I'm not subscribing to any conspiracy theory. But the president of the United States, former one, was just arrested for paying someone off to lie indicted. about something. Was that he occurred. actually
1: arrested yet or indicted?
2: I'm sorry, indicted. Uh, the arrest is coming probably. I think he's going to turn himself in. So next week, just indicted for similar conduct, right? Paying somebody off to make sure that they don't continue to talk about the thing. So it's not too far outside the pale to say that that's what occurred here. Um, As far as his career goes. um, So Jammer, I, I think I'm of a different mind, or maybe you'll make it more clear when I say what I'm going to say. Like to me, it doesn't matter his color as far as him being dragged. Um I I think I understand what you mean. What I do see as a racial component is the difference in treatment. And so at least from a legal perspective, um, I've seen Ezra Miller be treated differently for similar misconduct. Like I remember he slapped that chick on camera. On camera. Silence. Yeah. Not a fucking word about it and so from that perspective i do see the racial component there and that is what bothers me um but to I also, point, for
1: me on my point i just frankly i'm biased i don't like seeing that happen i'm just like ah oh, why you got to do that why you got to bring representation down like that like that's what i think about and what this means sure. in the perception of actors of color in Hollywood and now it's just going to make it maybe down the line uh more likely for people to do the same thing perpetuate that sort of thing it's just frustrating on that front when you have somebody who's on such a meteoric rise and you don't want to see that type of thing because i feel like it affects people of color the perception of people of color actors more than white actors like Ezra Miller once again
2: yeah Again, and so that is that is my frustration. That's what I see. And so the next thing that I am looking for, I am really curious to see what the studios do with this information. What is Disney going to do with this information? Because Nick was alluding to this. What I see is you've got this spectrum, right? And I talked about this in the Discord. You can't use WB as a um, as a metric for anything. They're kind of all over the fucking place with um johnny depp with
1: what i was just laughing because you're right
2: oh yeah with johnny depp with ezra miller um you can't figure out what they're going to do there um with james gunn and disney you saw that they were like oh yeah we're we're done based on that so they seem to have learned something from that and they're kind of waiting a little bit um you know the army wasn't waiting to pull the trigger like we're out and What I, what I find fascinating about that is I think that that is institution based. The army has a problem with domestic violence and sex assault. And so they cannot be seen waiting to pull the trigger on dumping this guy as soon as possible. So uh, unfortunately for him, innocent or not, he is involved in an organization that just cannot be seen. Uh, covering for anything that looks like that. So from that perspective, this is all kind of fascinating. Uh, It sucks that both of them are going through this, but I'm really just waiting to see what happens with, um, one, what the DA's office does, and then also what the studios do based on that information. Mm. But it's a lot. It's Mm.
1: a lot of stuff. It is a lot of things, and none of it is good. Um. Yeah, none of it's good.
2: None of it's good. Anything else to say about this? No. All
3: I'll have right. to wait and see what happens next. It's we'll one of those stories. Next. They're all that. They're all that. All, all that. stories
1: are that.
2: So we had two more stories on the slate. Do you guys want to go forward with them? What do you want to do? What do you think?
1: Let's do, uh, let's do Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that'll Scott take Pilgrim. like
2: three minutes. It'll take longer than All that right. Minute, but okay. So we have Edgar Wright tweeting on the tweet thing that this is not a <laughs> drill, right? So he posted the voice cast for the latest Scott Pilgrim project. Um, I probably should have looked up. I don't recall. Is this movie like 15 years old at this point? It's,
1: it's 2011, it's... I think. I think it's like 12 years old. Okay. We've had an anniversary Almost. recently
2: of some sort. um and so it seems like we're going to get another project from this universe is it a sequel is it a remake i don't know but it's going to be an anime it's 13 Um, years old jim 2013 years old okay i feel pretty good that was pretty close two years off 24
3: i thought was the same oh i thought he does say that it was gonna it's just gonna be a retelling of the books because there's like eight issues of the
2: uh they're called volumes nick they're eight volumes they... they hadn't finished by the time correct the movie came out right and so and that's going to be like stuff i wanted to talk about are you sure yes no yes Nick. i know that that's yes. true yeah. well he knew so the ending this is
1: yeah you would because, yes, the, but you would think he would incorporate but it but he them. didn't he didn't no, he incorporate decided. it i
3: heard a podcast with him and the writer of the book oh, sorry we should finish the news story before we yeah. start so speculating on shit. you know
2: all i was gonna say is that this has the potential to be the uh the brotherhood to uh ah. full metal alchemists, right? So full metal Alchemist, yeah. this is full metal alchemist brotherhood, where you actually find out what the ending that was intended. Uh that was a deep cut. Jammer, you go ahead. Yeah,
1: that was a good cut. The thing I that always really stuck out to me is there are elements in the story, in the in the comic that are brought into the movie. And in the movie, they come across as weird stylistic choices, but in the comic their plot points Mm. for example that one scene where ramona like i think she she like drags what's his name oh scott pilgrim (laughs) scott pilgrim uh and like through like her like hyperspace whatever thing world that's never explained that's never really a plot point that's a plot point in the comic and it plays into the ending of the comic it's just never explained and there are lots of those throughout the entire movie where it doesn't quite match up perfectly. And as you know, Jonesy said, they didn't release the book yet, but apparently he knew the ending, but still he didn't incorporate it fully into that movie. And to me, while the movie is great, it always made it a little bit unsatisfying because there are parts that didn't really make sense or tie in effectively in a way that it could have been. And it kind of also reminds me of, this is a weird tangent, Prisoner of Azkaban, the third Harry Potter movie. Where stylistically, it's a really cool movie. But if you have watched that and haven't watched the book, there are just so many loose I ends that just don't the make book. any sense. I've read so the book. Haven't read the book. There are so many things <laughs> that just don't make sense at all and that are never explained. Um, and I think there's, that's We've kind of the, the effect with the Scott Pilgrim movie. So I'm really happy that they're finally going to have the anime. It's probably going to be more faithful. in with a stylization that you expect from Edgar Wright. And they could actually tie things in more effectively and get this finally get the adaptation stuff that I I wanted from that first one.
2: I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. I was very happy with what I got. Mm -hmm. And so it was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And so the question, like I have several t-shirts from the movie. I I love what I got. And so I'm definitely afraid of it's weird. You know, it's that Jay-Z quote, what you eat doesn't make me shit. This adaptation I'm could I'm sorry. Come out. Can
1: you explain that? Right. I have never heard that quote before and I need it explained to me.
2: I shouldn't care what you do because it it doesn't really affect – like if you – like what you eat doesn't make me shit. Oh, got like, it. The, okay. Yep. So like I, I still have that Scott Pilgrim movie. I can still enjoy it. Then making this thing doesn't take anything away mm,
3: true. from yep.
2: that. But it, there's still that weird – kind of niggling feeling about that in the back of my head. And I think part of that is because it is tied so closely to that film, right? You've got the same director, you got the same voice cast. And while it's not canon with that film, there's it's, it's bothering me. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm, it, it would be cool to see a more faithful adaptation of the comic book, but I'm also, I'm apprehensive, but Edgar Wright has never let me down. So from that perspective. If Has he done
1: anything boring. animated before?
2: Not that I know, I'm aware of. Look, I know he's look don't try and make me worry more. He no, wanted to do just think,
1: Ant-Man an- animated. Well, my point is, I think he mm. his style is suited for animation. Um, and I think that would be really cool to see him cut his teeth on this. I wonder what, what, I guess he's working with Netflix. I wonder what studio they'd hire for it. I feel like Scott Pilgrim would be really good if they got um, Studio Trigger to do it. That'd be cool. They do can you do think really stylized
3: They'll keep okay so you would rather have it very stylized and have it look like the comic which is already yes. influenced by yes. anime see yes. that was my fear and this is the joke i was going that's to exactly make what i want is my joke was going to be i don't want to see knives chow as the uh, high schooler with giant anime high schooler tits oh my god that. no no <laughs> it's gonna be you have to go with
1: there it's gonna be stylized like the comic is what i'm saying or it should be that's what i think
3: that's what i'm saying I'm like, the comic already is an anime style that's what have say. You Do you read
1: want to the look like the comic? Did, did you read the comic? Do you
3: know what the have characters look like in the have comic? Have you met
2: Nick? What yeah, they look Nick? like
3: kind of like anime light. Yeah, but they don't. Wait, have you notice? Giant you notice? Anime anime... He, you notice? He yeah, ignored the question point. you asked. No, but that's what that's what I thought. You said you wanted it to be book, very Nick? different in the comic. No, I no, I said I it. wanted to be stylized there like
1: I wanted to be stylized like the comic. Oh, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's why that was that I was my question. I said the I... opposite. Yeah,
1: no, I definitely didn't say the opposite.
3: <laughs> <I> thought <laughs> you said didn't... no.
1: No, you just so. weren't listening. You just heard what you wanted to hear, Nick. So you can make children, your anime joke.
3: Children, children. Mm. Let's. I just I do here. think it's also interesting. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say earlier, I listened to there used to be a great screenwriter podcast. Um, the guy stopped doing it, but. They had on Edgar Wright and the writer of the comic, and that's where Edgar Wright was like, yeah, I decided to just switch the ending with who Scott Pilgrim ends up with because he yeah. knew all the endings and stuff. Unlike, uh, well, It was Oscar. less
1: about who he ended up with in my point of view and more how it tied into other things that were previously set up in the story Okay, that, I, yeah, I could that see was that. a little unfulfilling for
2: me. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going
3: to feel about that either. I just think it'll Man, be fun cause... to flesh it all out, especially since and it's also very interesting that only the first volume is called Scott Pilgrim versus the World. But why is that so I definitely read I
2: definitely read the comic after um watching the film. So I'm curious how that's gonna impact my thought process about this. But we'll see. Get away. I don't think there was a release date, right? He said imminent. The no, best we got. We
1: there was no release date. Yeah,
2: I'm fine with that. I love when Netflix is like imminent, and it's like, oh, next week, here we go. The
1: oh no, I'm thinking next year, if that, or maybe the year after. I think it's like early times. That's not times. imminent.
2: That's not yeah, imminent.
1: imminent means it's happening at some point. Doesn't not they already announced? It no, that's not what that
2: means. Imminent, really? imminent is soon. Is Jesus it? Christ, aren't you the writer? I look. You're the shit one up. that words. You, I do I like. Up, you, you're supposed to word good.
3: I, I do know. like that. It's the. The, the the thing that makes this most interesting yeah. is what the main this thing down. the I'm announcement was for down. Before you all in i You
4: right. Yes, I thank I'm, you. I'm I'm literally I'm so shocked right now. Like oh my god. You have no I Jammer, that is that is just one of the like that's base word word what? right there man like imminent it is ha- like even they they use it in now. like uh, case Time of like now. uh uh storm threats or fire tsunami threat like See I Danger always read it as like it's I mean it's
1: gonna it's gonna happen No,
4: it's it's, no. it's that's going, eventual like, yes, it's going to happen now. Like it's but yeah, hum- no release date na- now.
1: <laughs> I would be I would you know may, I'd be happy if it came out this year. I would still be
2: surprised if it's coming out this year. It's coming out this frankly. year. Frankly. I'm calling it right. Okay. now. All right. You know what you know what else is imminent? The end of this podcast.
3: No So you're saying it's Nobody coming eventually? It. No. No, keep going right now. The Picard report. Still fun. No, no, not a thing. All right, so. Been a thing. It's the only week we missed was last week because Kyle had to go. So it's a thing. It was a thing. I already completed it.
2: I tell you what, not a thing now. All right, so, dear listeners, if you like what you heard, except for the Picard report, do all the socials like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate Also, LRM and the Genreverse have other great content for you. Where else? On LRM online and the Genreverse podcast network, wherever your podcasts are sold. Folks, as always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on you. And Science Star is doing the animations for this. of Scott programs.
3: Mission accomplished.